Across Bristol. The sound. The sound. The sound of Bristol students loving where we live. This is Burst Radio. Bristol University's radio station. From the Sky News Centre at nine, Alec Baldwin's admitted he thinks about the shooting on his movie set that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins constantly, but doesn't feel he's to blame. He's spoken for the first time since it happened to ABC News. Do you feel guilt? No. Someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. A gun went off in his hands while filming Rust in New Mexico in October, though he says he never pulled the trigger. British scientists have found Pfizer and Moderna are the most effective to use as booster jabs. All the vaccines tested, including AstraZeneca, were found to give high levels of immunity against coronavirus. Meanwhile, Labour's criticising what it called a chaotic situation that's left some people stranded abroad because they can't self-isolate on their return. Travellers arriving from red-list countries have to stay in quarantine hotels for 10 days. Labour MP Chris Bryant's not impressed. Surely, by now... We must have learnt that you've got to make sure that there are enough facilities um, to accommodate all those people who might suddenly be having to return. One would have thought that we had a pretty good idea of how many Brits there are in South Africa, how many would be wanted to come back home at this time of year. The Department of Health and Social Care says it's rapidly expanding hotel capacity. The Conservatives have held on to the old Bexley and Sidcup seats in a by-election, but with a much reduced majority. Their lead over Labour was cut from almost 19,000 to less than 4,500. Shell has pulled out of plans to develop a huge oil field in the North Sea. Greenpeace says it hopes the decision would be the, a death blow for the controversial pop project and Michael Carrick's leaving Manchester United despite ending his cell spell as caretaker boss with a 3-2 Premier League win over Arsenal. The former midfielder is not returning to his role as first team coach under new manager Ralph Rangnick. And Celtic took a 1-0 win against Hearts. That's the latest. I'm Emily Hume. Friday Breakfast, Burst Radio, Bristol University's radio station. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Brist Sleuths um, on this quite sunny That's Friday, a, it's a nice the Friday 3rd morning. of December. <gasps> I didn't open my advent calendar. I haven't actually used my advent calendar at all yet. So. Well, that's that's just wrong. That I haven't opened wrong. mine yet for today, <laughs> um, which is very exciting. Something to look forward to. Love oh, for that sure. for me. Um, I hope everyone's had a lovely, smooth welcome to December. I say, how's the Christmas season been for you guys so far? Please I'm having a great time in the Christmas season. I love the Christmas season. Oh, don't we all? The it's, Christmas season is the best season. It finally makes winter worth it. It does. It's the only thing that makes winter worth it. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you know what makes this morning worth it when my co-star reading says that i'm gonna have a good day so let's oh. let's see what it's gonna it's give co-star us. time guys it's co-star go. time let's go okay mine says if you want to change your thoughts change your habits first oh okay okay so it's not exactly like the positive mantra i was hoping for mine is a positive mantra um, no one gets to treat me like crap apparently Right, Which, great. Yeah. Thank you, but co-star, for reminding me that I have self-worth. I think mine has given me three things to do today that I will potentially never do. Okay. Um, jiu-jitsu, <laughs> go vegetarian. Oh my god. And do self-tattoos. <laughs> 
these are three things, listeners, that I think I would really, really, really struggle to, to hack. You know what, guys? If you really want Maddie to be a true co-star whore... Give her ideas for a little stick and poke. I'd love to. Oh my god. I am not tattooing myself. Can we get matching Bristleuth tattoos? Only if they're temporary. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, that's oh my god, not going to happen. My, um, my through today asks, am I putting on a show? Oh. I mean, I am putting on a show. You it's are exactly putting on a show. What are your three things to do? Um, poet hats, rose tea, and Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci! <laughs> I mean, the way I'm obsessed with the Voros twins, it's not a surprise that Da Vinci... Da Vinci, his name... <laughs> I genuinely had to message a friend at one point when that was popular, being like, is it's his name Da Vinci? Actually- yeah. It's not Da Vinci, it's listeners, not da Vinci. in case you're not cultured, I'm sorry. just an idiot. <laughs> um, I, apparently, my icebreaker for the day says, I want a romance to swallow me whole. Um, I mean, that does sound like you. Well, I'll take it. I, I mean, will take it. With that in mind, we do have some brisk crushes written about Maddie this week. Oh, of so. course we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but first, we've got one about you. Oh, this is true. Um, so this is playing into the co-star theme. Not my sister saying, and here goes... Wait, what? That's what it says. It does say that. Okay. And not my sister saying, and here goes what you get from a Virgo boy. Yeah, it's it's not very well written. But it's not very well written, guys. But um, that's what the the poor dear sister said when um, I told her that my boyfriend broke up with me. That's again quote from that. Yeah, I mean, it's not our fault that we're born at the end of August, start of September. No oh, Virgo boys. I'm sorry. What is wrong with being a Virgo boy? Mm, you you have certain complexes. You can be kind of. <laughs> Anal, controlling. I don't have it's a, just a Virgo tape. I don't have a God complex. I'm just God. It's not that complex. Okay. Well, I have some some um, yeah. some brisk crushes. Oh, yeah, um, M Lizard Lounge on the 25th of November. Wish I'd stayed longer to chat. We know I spend every waking minute in Lizard Lounge. Of course, like, who, that is about me. Who is this boy? It's, it's it's the same person that wrote that I wrote this for. T, that was the best first date I've ever had. I'd really hope to see you again soon. M. Who's T? Yeah, I've got my own little private saga here. Oh my um, god, okay. I also don't know who T is, so, you know, a bit of a mystery, <laughs> but... I mean, it's ha- cool. how many T's do we know? Like, there must be... I mean, it's a guy, of course. It's Tom. Of course they're called Tom. It's That's the only possible <clears throat> name. Yeah, or Tom. Teddy. Tim? I do, Tim. I, I do know a Tim. Tim, Tom, Teddy. Yeah. All of you, come I, forward. I loved our date. Tyler. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I personally wouldn't do, go there. Joseph. <laughs> sorry to the Tylers out in the world. Ooh, brutal. Um, Tatum. Ooh. 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 But this is the one that we're going to cling to out of the Brist Truths for our first segment. Oh, yeah. oh God. The Spotify wrapped posts have started. Yeah. So, as we all know, Spotify wrapped, dropped on the... Drapped? Dropped. 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 It dropped. It dropped on the 1st of December. And I, I'm not going to lie, nothing brings me more joy than seeing people Spotify wrapped. I, I really love it. I think we should open with our, our, um, our aura. <laughs> our aura. Okay. Mine was chill and love. No, love and chill. That was the... Love and chill. Okay. Mine... Oh yeah, yours is cursed. Is wistful and yearning. <laughs> I just, I love that. So, first thing to premise is that my Spotify Wrapped is inevitably absolutely messed up because of the amount of just random pre-made Spotify playlists I listened to on repeat when I was writing my dissertation. Of course. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. See, but what I love is the top genres. Yeah. Because, like, okay, so from bottom to top, I've got indie rock, indie pop, new wave, classic rock. It's going well. I'm thinking, oh, I'm cool. I'm edgy. I'm indie. 
and then it goes dance pop as my number one. Yeah. And I know about three or four other people who have had dance pop as their number one genre. I don't have dance pop as my number one genre, but a lot of sleuthers do. Mine mine goes, I think mine is, I'm fine with my top genres. Okay. Well. Mine is indie pop. That's just the majority of what I listen to, so that's fine. Yeah. Dance pop, probably from my Olivia Rodrigo phase. No, because Olivia Rodrigo's not dance pop. Is she indie pop? I think she's, I think it's counts in... Uh, uh, she's the cover of the pop thing on yeah, spotify though so she might pop. be pop i don't know but anyway indie pop dance pop indie rock this one is you know a little bit more shameful broadway um but you know we've got to own it and then modern alternative rock i'm Ooh, cool with it yeah I, so i think modern alternative rock's olivia rodrigo oh <laughs> well I, great I, yeah i do listen to some non-olivia rodrigo modern alternative rock but yeah but what, what we've worked out recently uh, in our some of our sleuthers we have a little group chat with two of them and uh, we've recently had to rename it because of how our top artists perfectly reflect the gaslight gatekeep girl boss mentality yeah we have because my, we all do my top five are the arctic monkeys rex orange county kanye west mac demarco and my boy oscar lang so sam is obviously a woman hater i'm obviously gaslight and i am obviously a man hater so i am girl boss these are my top five taylor swift maud latour phoebe bridges olivia rodrigo and lord i genuinely think that is actually the most like that is pure gatekeep mine's pure girl boss it's an early morning sleuth it's literally just all single female artists it is girl boss moves that is girl boss i literally did go through a phase in the middle of the year where i was like oh my god i'm actually kind of fed up of all these women and i started putting on um (laughs) started putting on like a lot of groups and bands because i was like i've had enough but they they clearly just have not been reflected on my wrapped (laughs) but now we're gonna have a cheeky peek into some of our sleuthers um their their top yeah yeah top things listens. on Spotify Wrapped that's the word Spotify Wrapped okay so we've got a couple of sleuthers top genres listed here oh yeah um so this person starts with baseline that's their number one I genre. don't know how that could be your number one unless it's like your intense oh, work music it's intense work music and workout <clears throat> music his top song he listened to about three hundred times yeah okay that's crazy yeah and um. Yeah, baseline, but then dance pop, indie rock, modern rock, and Detroit hip hop. So again, another person it's diverse. with dance pop in their top five. It is diverse. And then another sleuther, classic rock, indie rock, dance pop, Italian pop. Yeah. And then drum and bass. I mean, we hate that this guy is Italian. It does make sense. Hence the Italian It does pop. make sense. But again, dance pop in the top three. And then somebody sent us their favourite of the weird kind of mix of top genres, <laughs> and I think this one is brilliant. Oh, okay. Soundtrack. I, yeah. Dance pop, worship, no modern rock <laughs> and classic rock. Who has what? Like, I'm sorry. Who so is this? I think yeah, as they said in their message, all love, no sex, rock and roll. Oh God, yeah, no, yeah, yep, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> um, but that is not the most cursed one we've seen. This is probably the most cursed in that I'm sure the music is great, but the the names of it is just so weird. Oh, I yeah. don't know what I would class as within that genre. So we start off with indie pop classic that's classic that's normal we love that for you then we have freak folk what is freak folk if anybody knows any freak folk <coughs> please please send me some i'd love to listen is that just the really niche parts of bob dylan's discography who knows then we have twee pop <laughs> quite fun um followed by soundtrack and then dream pop i do like a bit of dream pop what actually is dream pop dream pop's just like the kind of i'd say it's a bit of an indie Okay. It's like indie within the pop genre. It's quite dreamy. That's interesting. That's my yeah. really good definition for it. Fair, fair. Um, yeah. I yeah. Mean, 
I just really enjoy seeing people Spotify wrapped. I know, like, everyone complains about it every year, but, like, it's the one time they get to see what kind of person you are. Based I think on it's your entertaining, music. really entertaining. We've got another top genres. Oh, somebody else with a dance pop as top genre. Hey, We've what got a lot that's... of dance pop as, as top genre. Um, I, I want to know what counts as dance pop because I don't think I'm that big a fan of it. But then also the amount I listened to I'm Out of Love by Anastasia this year. Oh, yeah. Is actually worrying. <laughs> oh, but somebody here has got Stomp and Holler what? on their top genres. I don't know what that means. Oh, neither. But if I anyone know. knows what it means to Stomp or Holler, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to know. Um, yeah. Also, just thinking about this, do you think it's strategic that they don't do this at the end of December? Because realistically, I feel like a lot of people would have Christmas yeah, so they, as one of their top genres. I think that's why they they stop it at the end of no, uh, at the end of October. That way, it's not just going to be because if you exclusively listen to Christmas music, it's true. Although one thing I saw in the last few years, people who have their Spotify in the background as they sleep and have like whale noises, I haven't seen anything like that on social media this year. So I wonder whether or not like Spotify have rejigged the Spotify. I think. Rap. Well, they definitely have changed changed how it works with their podcast because a couple of year ago years ago i saw some really messed up ones with like people who are listening to audiobooks and having like chapter one of the secret garden as their most listened to song and it's like <laughs> yeah that's that's not what you want to see is it but to be fair we do have a lot of cursed stuff on there because i have seen people who's like one of their top genres is minecraft oh do like, you know this person personally no it's just like a creator i follow on twitter like okay, a little I'm quite glad. comedian i yeah, I, if I did know someone whose top genre was Minecraft, I would have concerns. I'd much rather they have their top genre as Christmas, and I think we should maybe leave yeah. that there and listen to Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. It's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights fill the streets, spreading so much cheer. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe. On the holiday, but I can't stop staring at your face. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe with you. Should be chilling with my folks, I know. But I'ma be under the mistletoe. Word on the streets and it's coming at night. Reindeer is flying through the sky so high. I should be making a list, I know. I'ma be under the mistletoe. Your face. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mist. 
Radio. Bristol University's radio station. Okay, in travel news this morning, the M18 southbound within Junction 4, lanes 1 and 2 will be closed due to an emergency barrier repair that's been planned, and this will be delayed until from the 3rd of December to the 4th of December. The A63 eastbound between the A15 uh, and the A116 eastbound will be closed due to roadworks for the next few weekends. Uh, the M62 eastbound within the junction 38 will also be closed, lanes 1, 2 and 3, due to pending roadworks for the next few weekends. So please, sleuthers, if you're going anywhere, plan your journeys accordingly. Well, thank you so much for that travel update. We are going to call this section Christmas is Coming Jingle All the Way, and we do want to know if Santa's going to be able to get his sleigh through those roadworks. So that was really helpful. Yeah, it, it's always useful to know. Yep, so <laughs> with it being Advent season, we are, of course, bringing you more Christmas content. Why wouldn't we? Oh, of course. Um, and we're going to kick it off with, as it's Advent season, talking about Advent calendars. <laughs> so Bristruther 34986 says... Is it too old for an advent calendar? Thumbs up for yes, you're old as fuck. Or no, care emoji. Never. Jesus loves us all. I mean, I've been having an advent calendar every year. I love my advent calendar. It's a I, little bit of chocolate to start the day. It's also just a great countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Like, I don't think that the countdown needs to be limited to children. My dog used to have a Christmas advent calendar. My dog still do, I think. I mean, my dog had it on a one-off and then I think my mum decided it was a bit much. They are dogs. I- yeah, but also I think my mum treats the dogs like her actual children. Oh my goodness, sleuthers. Um, I matched with someone on Hinge on the basis that his dog looked really, really like my dog. And <laughs> no. then I was like, You're, I, I, I was just curious. I was like, You're like, bro, I think you've stolen my dog. This is this is my dog. And he was like, no, it's my dog. Great, great, great opener, guys. Um, and then we were talking and I, he was like, oh, what breed's your dog? And I was like, mine's a cockapoo. And he was like, oh, no one ever guesses mine. It's Portuguese walk to dog. And I was like, bro, I know I was going to say that because Sam has two Portuguese walk to dogs elite one so, of us one <coughs> of us yeah he said he'd never heard of anyone else with portuguese walker to dogs shout so out to ollie and tilly Love i'll you, put bro. you in touch with my hinge match so you can go on like cute little dog walks Absol- with your portuguese water dogs absolutely any portuguese water dog friends i don't know how we got there but i thought it was quite a funny story yeah, um story. so yeah okay back onto advent calendars somebody has been telling us on brist truths about how they've become sophisticated this year oh yeah and they got a, a puka tea advent calendar instead of usual cheap chocolate um, so now they're ranking their, their advent calendar. Um, I mean, we don't have to go into the full depth, but basically it looks, uh, it tastes and smells like Chinese five spice and it doesn't have a very nice colour apparently. So they've not given it a very high rating. Only yeah. 10 out of 30. It's quite bad. Um, did you also see all the TikToks I sent you of oh advent calendars last yeah. night? So I, I get back from Maddie's after radio planning. I've just sat down and I get eight notifications on TikTok with Maddie sending me all of these very, very niche... I'm going to get some of them up um, so we can talk them through for you. Um, I've seen a crystals one, which was quite have entertaining. You, have you explained what you sent them? Tell me yet, because no one else knows. Well, firstly, I sent an advent calendar that was all crystals. Yeah, so Maddie's on advent calendar TikTok. I am on advent calendar TikTok. I did not realise was a thing it is it's definitely a thing i think i've made it worse by sending them all to sam yeah i'm now scared um, i'm gonna be on it because i really don't want to see this. one of them is a beanie's instant coffee advent calendar which just sounds gross about to say that like it just doesn't sound good this one was funny oh this one is a broadway advent calendar yeah, and you get a funko mini pop. figurine yeah. funko pop every day <clears throat> um and then 
Yeah, okay, I haven't had that many. Oh, get your family to open advent calendars you've been given. This is a gifted one. They actually had some quite good things in their advent calendars because they were quite posh gifted advent calendars. Very bougie. I think one of my favourite advent calendars that I've seen on TikTok, which is probably why I'm on advent calendar TikTok because I'm obsessed with her opening it every day, is the Bon Maman Jam. There's a Bon Maman Jam. Jam, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you it. It's amazing, guys. So every day you get like a mini um, Bon Maman jam oh, like the, from, little, like the little kind of hotel yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so great cute. um i think it's really really cute um so look you get these little mini jars oh, every so day cute. and basically this girl um has an account on instagram called condiment claire How where she then followers? ranks them um she only has like 1300 oh so you're, you're really no niche. she's got a lot more on tiktok i just went ah. on her instagram to see her ranking <laughs> these jams um but yeah so she's had one that's mango peach and lime Ooh. and then she's had one that's cherry and christmas spices I'm not like, what's wrong with strawberry jam? <coughs> I, I know There's you... nothing wrong with strawberry jam, but how exciting to have all those different kind of jams. Also, I think it's cool. Uh, black, like blackberry jam, or blackcurrant jam. Mm, not oh, for not me, really. not for me. But anyway, we are going to now move on and talk about food. So <laughs> we've noticed there's been a lot of lot of cheese discourse this week. Yeah, it really has. Um, and we also think this links quite well to like, a bougie Christmas cheese board. So we're going to link it to Christmas based on that. Also, just the fact that every year without fail, my mum posts the same meme on her Instagram where it's like kind of the run up to Christmas, you're excited, then it's Christmas, not knowing what day of the week it is, watching TV and full of cheese. Oh, yeah, of and course. She, every year she posts that, it's really wholesome and we love to see it. It's brilliant. So Christmas is cheese season. Christmas is cheese season. And imagine at this big age not liking cheese. Chris I, Truth, the 34937 certainly can't. I, I can't imagine not liking cheese. Cheese is immaculate. So, you know, I'm, I don't like all cheese. Oh, not no no one likes all cheese i only like melted cheese or soft cheese yeah i don't like the texture of hard cheese unless it's melted mm. so a cheese board is difficult i will only eat like the camembert and the brie well, so yeah i've never seen you eat cheddar no i don't eat it unless it's melted <laughs> i just don't like the texture of like biting into cheese so i will eat like soft cheese but that's it yeah um but i love a cheese board guys hit me with a cheese and chocolate oh my board. god yeah we absolutely immaculate we, we did a cheese board night a couple of weeks ago and i've never seen something oh so my god in my it life. was incredible if anybody does want a christmas cheese board let's do it hit me up we'll do a christmas cheese board immaculate vibes only yeah genuinely so fun so great i feel like another cheese related one this really speaks to my heart lactose intolerant people are wild they're like yeah it gives me cramps and i might shit myself proceeds to eat a whole camembert so you say this speaks to your heart but i genuinely think you bring up being lactose intolerant about twice a year and then you just never mention it again so i actually don't believe that it's real i'm sorry do i need to constantly remind people i'm lactose intolerant yeah Okay, apparently I need to You literally said you grew out of it in third year. You were like, yeah, I think I just ate lactose so much that I don't have a problem with it anymore. Yeah, I I, I don't know how true that is anymore. Great. Just start eating more. (laughs) I I, I start eating better, yeah. Well, I start More cheese. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's actually kind of worrying. I've been living off of, like, the same risotto, basically, for the last four days because I made so much of it this weekend. And then you tried to offer it to me for a meal last night after it being made at the weekend. And I was like, you know what? No, I, I never offered it to you. You said, let me go home and get my risotto before I come over to yours for dinner. No, because I assumed you'd be having your own thing, and I'm just... I made a commitment to myself to eat this whole risotto. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I I realised I actually had finished it. I can say we made, like, a nice little Cambodian curry instead. So, So, uh, yeah, it was really lovely. Immaculate. Um, But this is the last cheese-related bomb we've got on here, is I thought I liked my flatmate, then then I found out he buys mild cheddar. What cheddar do you buy? I normally get... It depends. If I'm exclusively making, like, grilled cheeses with it, then I'll get mild because it's the most melty. I get number three. What, I think um, that's... The, it's the green packet. That's... That's mild. 
Oh no. <laughs> Lol. I think yeah. I think you get no. I don't remember. I think it might be medium. It I don't know. Um, I'm um, gonna Google it for you guys because I know you care. Oh, of like, course. Like I know cares. you care. But yeah, I I think I I tend to get medium unless I know I'm just gonna be using it for like melty mm. things because mild melts the best. Yeah, fair enough. But I don't know. I mean, personally, if you're like having a grilled cheese, don't bother with uh, cheddar. Yeah. Get gouda or chowder. Okay. Honestly, it wor- It's the same like with burgers and stuff like that. Like it's very bougie. Well, when my friend Jordy and I, we made uh, Philadelphia cheesesteaks recently. Lovely. And instead of using provolone, which we're meant to use, we decided to use uh, chowder. Okay, I can tell you that I go for medium. Oh, she does go for medium. I okay. go for medium, guys. I, I, I now have respect for Maddie. Yeah. Thankfully. Medium <laughs> British cheddar. So, yeah, I love it. It's great. Um, but, yeah, I can, I can see yeah. why a bougie cheese would be better. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just nicer <clears> as well. Yeah, it is nicer. It's, yeah, always good when you've got a variety on the, the cheese board. Oh, of course. Um, but beyond cheese boards, another thing that I think is really Christmassy and something that Bristol's really got a good niche for is Brist Truther's 34928 question. Right then, where in Bristol sells the best coffee and hot chocolate? I mean, I'm not going to lie, the best coffee, I think, is it Can't Dance where we go for oh, We do go for, to Can't Dance every Friday morning it's- before the show and the coffee is it's fantastic. It's coffee. really great. It's also, really yummy. They're very lovely in there. It's right by the SU, so it's so easy to get to. Yeah, but they actually stock breakfast food, unlike the balloon bar, who every True. morning we rock up and they're like, no pastries today, and then the pastries are there as soon as we get back from Can't Dance. But we love Can't Dance, so we That's keep it. going there. Support independent businesses. Exactly. Um, for hot chocolate wise, I have mm, <laughs> a couple of suggestions. If you're vegan or like alternative milks because you are lactose intolerant um the east village cafe has some great options i've not actually tried them but the menu looks really enticing mm. obviously you've got mrs potts for a classic oh the classic um but my actually personal favorite for hot chocolates at christmas is you go on a nice christmasy walk you end up at the observatory and then you get there like mega hot chocolates because oh, there are so, so many different flavors but also you can add a shot of alcohol if you want it so i had the other day a bailey's black forest hot chocolate and it was insane nice. so good so yeah recommend that well actually thinking about you know coffee shops and all that you know spoons best-selling drink is lavazza coffee i don't get that because it's literally like a push-button coffee machine like it just doesn't look very nice coffee no, sorry really guys i'm a snob um yeah. but I, I found that out a few weeks ago and it's it just broke me mm, so that's that's really weird the biggest coffee shop in bristol is probably spoons damn i don't know where else my favorite coffee place is in bristol i oh one place that i really like for brunch Burra, but it is always full. Bakesmiths is amazing. I mm, I, I do like, like Bakesmiths, but what I don't like about Bakesmiths is God, this is another snobby coffee oh, experience yeah, thing. Snob. <laughs> um, I, I I like Bakesmiths, but if I want to go in for like a coffee and a cake, it's annoyed me that they've not gone back to serving things in China. Are like I don't not? really want to drink my nice coffee with a friend in a takeaway cup if I'm sitting in. Yeah, that I, gets I do, me. I that do bugs get me. That. Um, I don't mind takeaway cups. I have nothing against them, but if I'm sitting in, mm. I don't want it. So I, I think the golden rule is if you're looking for a good coffee shop. You go into Clifton? Uh, not always. I'd say Clifton Downs got a really good selection now. I really like 1B Pitfall, okay. which is on Cotham Hill, and I like Fed, which is on Cotham, mm. Cotham Hill as well. If- but my favourite Clifton one would have to be. Okay. Primrose for the vibe of just like the really, really cozy, yeah, big. I can see that. Kind of. It's in the the right place, it's in the arcade, it's great. But my actual favourite for food is foliage. That is fair. Mm-hmm. I'm a coffee connoisseur here, as I, I would like to say about my coffee shops. Um, and if you don't agree, we're going to segue into the next yeah. song. I will just block That's your it. number. <laughs> well, I, or are we not? We're going. I feel like there's just one oh, more. We've got one more. Thing. One more thing. I'm really curious about this because this Brisk Crush one three nine oh nine to the guy I've been seeing. Do you want to please not give me mixed signals and go on a Will's library date? Yeah. To be fair, Will's it's, library date. Well, it's SEC, <clears> because I. 
I've been doing our study dates, which are, I think, more fun because you can book out a private room. Oh, my God. No, that's too intense. I no. just get no work done. Oh, no, because I think it's quite fun because then you can also have your own music on. You can vibe out with that's the other fair. person. But then you still feel like, oh, I'm in the uni. I'm working. I quite like just working together wherever and you yeah. just have to, like, decide that it's work time, right? That's the only hard bit. I, I don't think Will's is a good place for that anyway. I think it's a good aesthetic. If you want to feel like you're in the secret history, then go for it, true. guys. Go on. It is a very, very sexy place to work. It is. And if you don't agree, then we will block your number. And here's our next song. It's Maud Latour, Block Your Number. It's always best at the beginning. I remember when we first fell in love. Symphonies at the bus stop on a Tuesday. I was wearing blue Nike high tops. You were annotating Greek tragedies. I spent the next eight months documenting my heart and voice memos. Trying to write down my feelings in real time. Part of me knew it would slip through my fingers so quickly. Like it always does. I guess that was too much for you. Or was it just not enough for you? I can never decide, so I analyze. Replay all the scenes in my movie screen. And I pulled away, and you made me pay. That weekend in May, the night in July. Blame it on summer, blame it on distance. Blame it on me, on all my resistance. To get in so close, I might really need you. You're the whole person who might really see through. All of my bullshit and all of my anger. The time when you called and I didn't answer. So I just relive this communication. And then I go back to the last conversation. Thank 
Burst Radio. Bristol University's radio station. That was Maud Latour just then, and she is my second top artist um, <laughs> on my Spotify wrapped. But this is the weather. So today will be a cloudy start with the odd spot of light rain and drizzle, primarily across the western hills, where it will be rather murky. Um, the maximum temperature today will be 7 degrees, so it's definitely getting to winter. Tonight will be patchy cloud increasing overnight as scattered showers spread in from the west, turning to be heavier and more frequent during the night. Um, showers and even possibly snow in the higher hills and parts of the Pennines with a minimum temperature of one degree. On Saturday, it will be rather cloudy and chilly with showers or longer spells of rain, heavy at times and wintry on the hills with a maximum temperature of five degrees. So there's your weather forecast. Make sure you plan accordingly. I say wrap up warm, guys. It is the winter. It definitely <laughs> is. But this is Agony Aunties. Oh, I know you guys dun, have missed dun, this. Dun, I, okay, we've had some. There's some good. There's good some really good content, content for this this week. This week. Um, let's start at the beginning. Yeah, it's a very good place to start. Briss Crush one three nine three seven. I need your opinion. My girlfriend broke up with me after two years due to my dysfunctional family. She would like to marry into a normal family where the parents love each other, host dinner parties and whatnot. My parents are separated and don't get along, but most of the time they behave civilly when they meet. I know many people who've got it worse than me and have only one or no parents left. I get that. Ideally, she'd want her partner's family to be amazing and to get along well. Heck, imagine how much I wish my family was better. But it is not, and I have little to no control over it. I think this is a real dick move, and it sounds like she's making an excuse to break up with him. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to be with someone anymore. That's that's understandable. It's better than saying that it's just because your family is shit. Yeah, I, I'd almost rather you say, look, I don't love you anymore, I can't do this, than say... I think yeah, it's you're, better you're... to make, like, to actually tell the truth than to make something up that's not even very valid. Like, you just sound like an awful person that's saying, it. I want to break up with you because I don't like the vision that your family presents forward to the world. Well, so the, the, I mean, yeah, okay, people have dysfunctional families. It doesn't mean to say that they're dysfunctional themselves. No, it doesn't mean you say you're dysfunctional at all. Like, it's just... Yeah, I think it's really a perception thing and she just wants to, like, if this is true rather than her just needing a reason to break up, it's just like a really ugly thing to want to stop dating someone because you don't like the perception of Of a single parent or like... Yeah, I think that's really dodgy. Yeah, it's weird. I I just, I'm sorry to the person who's writing in about this, but I'd say you've dodged a bullet, to be honest. Also, two years. Yeah. Again, it feels like maybe like six months or whatever, be like, okay, you didn't really know, but two years, you know at that point. Yeah, that's, yeah, That's just not on. Nasty. (laughs) I mean, I think sometimes there are cases where, like, if it becomes like a case of a significant other and a parent kind of butting heads and battling out for your attention yeah. that can be an issue but it doesn't sound like this is the case here at all no. so it, it, this is very odd um the next one we've got is um i need advice i'm seeing someone younger than me and i can tell they're not as emotionally mature as me when it comes to intimate relationships will it ever work can we learn as we go along or will i get hurt and frustrated in the process i mean I think you can learn as you go along, but it's going to be harder than someone who's already emotionally mature. I think you definitely can. I think the the case here is, like, uh, are you just on such different levels emotionally that you're not some of the people and you're just trying to force something because there's, yeah. uh, there's an initial spark? It depends whether you actually have you more like to your relationship them. than that. Like, if you if it's like that's the one thing that's niggling at the back of your brain, then I'd say you can definitely work through it. But if you've been on a couple of dates and you're like, ugh, I think they're quite immature, 
but I like this thing about them, then I think you kind of got less luck. But, you know, yeah, I mean, give it a good shot. It's always worth a go. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've to learn. And to be fair, if it doesn't work, then you know in the future, you know, I can't go with people who aren't as emotionally mature as me. Yeah, it's very true. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. There's our advice. Um, I, I like this one, though. Brisk Crush 13931. Oh, mm-hmm. Very palindromy. Uh, would you stay in a relationship even if you knew it wasn't going to go anywhere? Um, I think there's different reasons to do this. I feel like some people are like, look, I don't want anything long-term, don't want anything serious. I just want someone to kind of be with. But, but that's not a relationship. No, that's a friends with I think the thing, thing with a relationship is, it's if, like, would you stay in a relationship with someone if you knew that at the end of the year you were going to be moving to very different places and long distance wasn't possible? Um, and I think almost, yes. I think in those cases it's not worth breaking up because you think you're going to have to break up because yes. you don't know what could happen along that's the road. You, you break up when you need to, not when you think you have to. So, yeah, I think this is possible. I think it is fine. It depends what you want out of the relationship. Um, Sometimes people just yeah. want a rebound relationship. And it's like, yeah, you know, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. But just for the moment, to build up my confidence or whatever. As long as the other person's aware. And like, yeah. you both are like, this isn't going to be anything serious. We're just going to have some fun. And when it ends, it ends. Yeah. Which I makes- think it's, yeah, anything's possible as long as you actually communicate about it. Oh, um, completely. Yeah. This one, I think, is quite a, <laughs> a one which I think a lot of people at uni struggle with. Um Brisk crush 13951. How do you tell your flatmate's partner that they're overstaying their welcome? That is brutal. I mean, I think it is brutal, but I, I've known friends over the years who have really struggled with this. Oh, yeah. Um, and I know somebody who had somebody <clears throat> staying in their house for like a whole term once and really? it really, really affected the dynamic of their house. Because I, I, one of my flatmates is in a relationship and you know, his girlfriend is very much part of our friendship group. So, you know, she was around last night. It's absolutely fine. No one's ever going to complain because we love spending time with her. I think that's a very different thing, isn't it? A, I, think, I think that is what impacts with, it. With us. So it yeah. makes it fun. Whereas if it's just your partner's, you know, your flatmate's partner and they just spend their whole time in their room or not really talking, just using your heating and your electricity. Yeah, I definitely think that's one of the difficulties because, yeah, some some people that Sam dated last year, we maybe didn't have the best connection with the flat. Um, and it did just make it a little bit awkward at times. I mean, she, yeah, she wasn't the best. I mean, that's fine. Everyone has their own hang-ups. Everyone's got their own, like, insecurities. Some people are shy. That's, that's not the issue. But I do think that, like, if there's a flatmate that you don't... No, a flatmate's partner that perhaps you don't click with they don't make a particular effort to ingratiate themselves with you it can become a little bit like there's a weird ghost haunting your flat and you don't know whether they're going to suddenly pop out and then make you a little bit like uncomfortable in your own space on the flip side of that can you imagine how awkward it would be to tell your flatmate by the way i don't like your boyfriend can he fuck off already it would be really bad but then i think this is the thing about overstaying their welcome is obviously that those partners if you even if you're not that too sure on them like of course they're completely within their rights to stay um and spend time with their partner that makes sense but i think it is the the clincher of like overstaying their welcome how long do you think is acceptable for a significant other to stay i think three nights it's like kind of the. It also depends. I think it dynamic. depends whether it's long distance or not yeah. as well. I think if they live in Bristol, um, then you just do one night, one night. Yeah, one night. one night and switch it up. Like realistically, it's a student relationship. Do you need to be with them every night? Probably not. Having space is quite nice. Actually. Having space is quite good for you. I don't yeah. think they need to be over all the time. No, that's not if healthy. It's, if it's long distance and they're coming over, I get that they'll probably have to stay longer because they've made the trip. But I do think it's just really important in those cases that you just tell your flatmates when they're coming, just so at least people have a. 
words up. Also, I also think it's important to tell your partner if you're the um, you know the flatmate in the situation who's bringing them over. Talk to my flatmates, ingratiate yeah. yourself, be normal because it makes it less awkward. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's it's certainly on the flatmate as well to make an effort to make sure their partner feels included yeah. in trying to do stuff with the flat. Oh, just absolutely. I think it just makes for a better dynamic within the house. Mm. But yeah, on to some less agonising agony aunts here. <laughs> um, we've just got a couple of debates we want settled. Um, which is your favourite accent? This is Briss Crush 13954. Scottish and Irish accent boys, third year and above. Where can I find you? I mean, when they say Scottish and Irish, what kind of Scottish and Irish are we talking? Are we talking Northern Irish or Southern Irish? Because there's a difference. Northern Irish is like a kind of slow, sexy accent. Go on, give us an impression. <clears throat> can't do a Northern Irish accent. No, it's not Northern Irish. It's not a Northern Irish accent. Ireland Hall. I don't want the differences, to be honest. We can just we'll talk to <laughs> an Irish accent all the time, and you can just message us if you think we're hurting anyone well, on. specific. Go on, sure. Well, it's uh, not fun doing this. It's great. It's quite fun. I can't do Scottish. That was a really bad no, point re- as well. I see. But, um, I mean, what do you think the sexiest accent in the British Isles is, and why the is it Bristol? In British Isles. In Bristol. <laughs> um, as much as I love a... a Hello, my lover. It wouldn't be my favourite accent in no, the British Isles. Not. Um, I think if we're going to have to pick a specific accent, I do love the Irish accent. Yeah, Irish is kind of. Sorry, it's Ireland. It's Ireland for me. Yeah, um, I'm not going to. There is something about kind of like the like the East London sort of not Cockney accent, but like Essex kind of East London. I quite yeah. like that one. Yeah, fair enough. It's quite fun. It's quite nice. Yeah. Like, oh, it just makes you, it makes you a bit like kind of cozy. It's like, oh, you're just a nice person. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think it's always good when you've got that. Um, another debate to settle. Are guys hotter with stubble, short beards or clean shaven? I mean, as someone who is still struggling to grow facial hair, I am deeply offended by this question. Um, um, no. But I, I, I think stubble. I think a bit of, like, mm. just a little bit. Like, kind of a, the end of the day stubble rather I think than, it, like, a, I haven't shaved in four I think days. it depends on the person. True. Um, also, stubble is sometimes quite annoying. Yeah, I do kind of get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think if you're going to have, like, a proper beard, like... I, 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 yeah, you've got to have stubble to get a beard, but I feel like a, a sort of short beard might be better looking than stubble because stubble's just itchy. I think it depends on the person. It depends on the situation. Um, men in relationships, if you've got stubble, it's probably really, really annoying the girl you are with. Yeah, either shave or grow the beard, but don't yeah. have both. <laughs> no, there we go. Um, but another debate that we've got here: um, good, good Tinder openers. A fresher on Tinder just asked me what accommodation I'm in. Ma'am, I'm a third year. <laughs> That's awkward. I mean. I yeah I I have been asked this before by people it's like oh what halls are you in I'm like I'm a I'm a fourth year I'm, I'm doing I'm not masters. in halls babe I'm but not... then maybe this raises the question and why we're still talking to to, to freshers on it's Tinder not, I'm, okay, I'm not talking to freshers on Tinder this is an audition okay okay fair but, enough yeah no I um I, I do I look that young do I sound that young I look that young and I do get asked that yeah but, um, but that's kind of fairs um, yeah I don't know I, I won't take it personally it's okay. But, but yeah, it, it I think is, maybe think, freshers, stop asking us what accommodation we're in. At least ask us what year we're in first. That's it. Or just ask, where do you live? Yeah. It's the perfect way of, like, not making someone feel awkward, but also yeah. getting what you want out. Yeah, exactly. Um, a final one, I think, for this section would be... Oh, actually, we've got two here. Oh. This one first, I think this is interesting to throw in for continuity reasons. Uh, this is Brisk Crush 13957. Feel like I keep wearing the same iconic coat, long leopard print, with more and more outrageous pairings just to try and be distinctive enough for a Brisk Crush. But alas, I think the bright patterns might be scaring everyone off. 
this is interesting for us because obviously we are absolute connoisseurs oh of scrolling God. through Brisk Crush and Brisk Shoes to find all of our content for our show. We are the top fans. And this actually aligns with the Brisk Crush from a three, few weeks ago that yeah. says that they are going to be wearing the same coat for the whole of winter just to try and attract Brisk Crushes. So keep on going, buddy. That's it. Um, I think your iconic about- long leopard print coat sounds amazing. That's it. The only Brisk Crushes we've seen about you are the ones you've written about yourself. But you've got this. That's You're going to get one soon. We believe in you. We are going to get one soon. Um, and finally, uh, Brisk Crush 13875. Right person, wrong time. Like, if you want to give it another go, we had something special. I think right person, wrong time is a bit of a construct. Um, yeah, because I, feel- I think realistically, if there are the right person, you make the right it to the right time. Yeah, I mean, you can't... It won't be the right person if it's at the wrong time. Otherwise, they would just be the right person. It's sort of... Yeah. It's a bit... Yeah, it's a contradiction. It's like having a square circle or a triangle with four sides. Did I mention that I did a philosophy degree? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like the right person will always be there at the right time. They weren't the right person for you, boo-boo. Just nope. let it go. But on that note, talking about the right person at the wrong time, let's go into our next song, which is Drive-By by Train. Ooh.
First Radio. Bristol University's radio station. Okay, so in sport news this morning, in the preliminary matches of the Ashes, Ben Stokes hits 42 before retiring. But captain Joe Root was out for eight and Johnny Bairstow fell for a first ball duck against the English Lions. In NBA news, the Memphis Grizzlies absolutely destroy Oklahoma City Thunder in a record-setting win, 152 for 79. Wow. That's a massive win. In football news, Cristiano Ronaldo becomes the first ever player to score 800 top-level goals. That's an absolute sue moment from Ronaldo. And Tottenham Hotspur beat Brentford 2-0, finally with Lewis Hamilton saying it's not his choice to race at the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix this Sunday. Brilliant news there. We love to hear all of the sport. We're now going to move on to a different section, maybe about the, the sport of people watching on campus. We're calling this Campus Cretins. The absolute highlight of the week. Absolutely. So these are all a little bit random, all just the, the Bristol student appearance. appearance. Well, appearance of the Bristol student experience. There exactly. we go. But starting off with Bristol Truth 34955. If I die because of coronavirus, please scatter my ashes in room two of lounge. I have informed my family of this decision. We've mentioned this before. That's the elite room in lounge. Yeah, and if you think otherwise, you're, you're wrong. wrong. But I, I want to know what kind of, like, if this is true, what kind of conversation you're having with your family? You, know, you sit down and say, Mum, Dad, I've got something to tell you. And they're thinking, oh, God, please don't be gay. Please don't be gay. Please don't be gay. <laughs> um, if I die because of COVID, can you get me cremated and then send me, like, scatter my ashes in a random room of a nightclub that you've never been to? Yeah, it's a bit rogue, really. But also um, kind of respect it, but also don't because I'm dancing on your grave. You've definitely never had this conversation. No one's ever had this conversation, no. but that's cool. That's fine. So, I love it, the, the condition that it's be- because of COVID. So if you die of anything yeah, else. Yeah, anything else. Is, you it, know. is it room one if you die of anything else? But then this is another, another COVID-related one that I really, really like. <laughs> Health experts are all... F, star, 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 liars. <laughs> they said a face mask or a visor was enough to go shopping. But when I got there and everyone else had clothes on... <laughs> I'm sorry, I read this one. I just couldn't... I think it's really funny. I think that's fantastic. Like, yeah, okay, absolute himbo energy from whoever wrote this. <laughs> but I am just imagining this someone... This is really funny. <laughs> imagine butt naked in just their, like, mask and visor. I'm like, yeah, you know what, fair. Yeah, like, um, I'm incredible. Me- I don't know whether you remember this, like, when it was at the start of last year and a bunch of universities were like, look, we know that, like, colleges in America, like, we know our students are going to be hooking up with people. So if you're going to do it, please wear a mask. Oh, my God. And that, like, is, what's more important? Is it a mask or is it a condom? What's, what's more important in hookups during COVID? A mask on both ends. Ah. Um, so carrying on from that. Um, <laughs> three, four, nine, nine, zero. Let's settle this once and for all. Do people who drink red milk deserve human rights? Simply no. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I've, you know, I've been seeing someone recently. I, you know, Good for you, Sam. Thank you. That, that's Does it, this story. lead anywhere? No. I just wanted to play. No. <laughs> uh, I, you know, staying around hers the other night. Wake up. Say, oh, do you want a coffee? I'm like, sure. Like, do you want some milk? Like, yeah, why not? Goes into the fridge. She pulls out red milk. I just, I don't understand how people who drink red milk can even call it milk. I, I, I really like this girl. I'm really happy. Like, she's perfect, she's wonderful, she drinks red she's milk. She's not perfect, I, I, she's I, not wonderful, she drinks red milk. I don't know if I can even start keep seeing her, it's it's heartbreaking. Red milk is just, <laughs> I'd say, an ultimate ick. I mean, yeah, I just, things in coffee, it's like, it's fine. It's just watery. Also, yeah. you don't need red milk, you need to keep those bones strong. If but, we're pulling out everything in milk that's good for the bonies. Come on, calcium. Why bother? Calcium, it's good you for the bones, the... good for the teeth. Yeah, need all of it. Need you... the full milk experience. Or you do need coffee and milk, otherwise it will absolutely ruin your teeth. Apparently. You need coffee and milk. 
I Great. really need to get more sleep. You need milk and coffee, otherwise... Yeah, coffee is bad for your teeth, but yeah. that's cool. I drink drink milk in my coffee, so <laughs> we're good. We're set. Um, also, this one I think is fun, so keep an eye out for this person around campus. <laughs> Bristol 34912 just ordered my Mexoc hoodie so that everyone on campus sees that I've got no life and have never felt the touch of another. I mean, that... Yeah, it's is that better or worse than the Leavers hoodie wearing engineer? Uh, I think Leavers hoodies are bad because, like, I okay, one, it automatically identifies how old you are. I think that it's nice true. to keep that a mystery. That's it. It also woman a mystery. Then it also automatically identifies which school you're from, which is just is like a bit of a nick as well. Don't need to know where you're from in the country just by the hoodie you're wearing. And you know they all have all some the really stupid nickname on the back that no yeah. one calls them at uni. I I just I'm not a big fan of the Leavers hoodie. Maybe I'm bitter. My school didn't have Leavers no, hoodies. No, mine didn't either. Um, I have had, like, multiple kind of theatre hoodies over the years, but I think that's fine because it will just say, like, something theatre company or the Minac Theatre, and it'll be like yeah. where I've got the hoodie. I mean, but it doesn't have the same amount of personal information on it. I remember back when I ran the uh, Theology Society, we were trying to get, um, like, Reth hoodies. Not the Reth fleeces, like the yeah. sports fleeces, which I thought could have been quite fun. I think a fleece is better than a hoodie. Yeah, I do kind of agree with that. I think hoodies are just... I think because fleeces are, like, the main thing at the uni, hoodies feel a little bit more bait. Yeah, like, feels a bit kind of basic yeah definitely even quite more basic i think yeah i'm not a massive fan of the personalized hoodie i think also i think it's maybe because i'm more of a, a crew neck favorer oh i love a crew neck i really like a crew neck and i always look for good crew necks but also if whenever i try and go into like vintage shops with big crew necks they are always so big for me that i couldn't wear them it would look hilarious yeah. it'll be like when ariana grande started wearing just big jumpers as oh dresses. my god that, I, I remember that, yeah. That I didn't like thing. that as a trend, personally. No, I, the it, long socks and big jumpers. Yeah, it's, it's very... It's, it's very, like, Christian girl remade. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. The kind of skinny jeans, big jumper, and the the circular scarves Oh, my with God, the yeah. boots. Well, like, Christian girl awesome. Yeah, 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 oh, that's I what love, I mean. I love Christian girl awesome. No, no to Christian girl autumn as a style choice. It's the one thing I miss about, like, when it comes to winter, is seeing all the, like, kind of the brown aesthetics on Instagram. Like, the really, like, kind of sepia-y tones. I, I mm. love it. It makes It's so warm and cosy. It's it like, is definitely warm and cosy. When people say white people have no culture... Uh, think again. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's it's a culture. It's a beautiful culture. It's definitely what a culture. About? It's yes, an interesting one. I think yes. Who knows? But <laughs> I mean, talking about uh, cretins in Bristol, Bristol three four nine five three overheard in Wills. Why do your AirPods have wires? I really hope that this is some joke. This better be a joke. Come on. The other thing is, like, I mean, we were in Stoke Bishop. I don't think Wills is nearly as posh as it used to be. I don't know. I just, I don't really know the Wills demographic. I'm not spending a lot of time, time in Freshers Halls. Are you not? I'm not. Uh, shockingly. I thought Maddie was the shark of the century. No, sorry. Not actually doing that. It's not really, not really my thing. Oh, uh, but I, I don't have AirPods and I don't really have a desire to have AirPods. I do. I, I like my wired headphones. I, I just like having AirPods because it means I can have my phone on charge and like be on the phone yeah sounds helpful it's, it's, i just yeah i'm happy with wired headphones they're not something that i feel like i need in my life but i equally i respect them yeah. i get it i but just yeah i also i feel like this is a good one to end on brisk crush 13863 i don't know who needs to hear this 
that eye fucking is just what normal people call eye contact and it is not a good indicator of whether the person likes you or not. Okay, but I, really... I disagree with this. Yeah, I disagree with this. Like, yeah, there is just kind of making eye contact, but also the lingering looks. The There's like, of- yeah, you might make awkward eye contact with someone, but you're going to know that that's awkward eye contact. There's different kind of eye, cant- uh, eye contact. Oh, eye contact? Eye contact. <laughs> eye contact, where you make eye contact multiple times. It's lingering. And you're both hot. And you're both hot. There we go. Yeah, that I mean that is kind of the condition. You both have to be hot. So sorry, guys, if you're not. <laughs> sorry if you're clapped, um, but um, you're not eye fucking. You're just you're just making eye contact. It's a bit embarrassing, <laughs> really. Uh, we've never had that problem, me or Sam, no, because obviously we're hot. Um, this sounds like a Ryan Murphy sketch. This really does. It's really got satirical. Ryan videos. Murphy cast us, us in uh, ourselves. Cast us in season three of Scream Queens. Yeah, do it. Go on. Okay, We'd love iconic. that. But we really should wrap it up today. Yeah. And I want to say very happy Advent to everyone. Yeah. I hope your Advent calendars are bringing you everything that you desire in life. For most of you, if it will you just have, be chocolate. Yeah. I mean, if you have a particularly cool Advent calendar, yeah, we, we want to hear about it. But for now, I don't feel like dancing. And this is the Scissor Sisters. Sisters.